Hey guys, if you would like to get to know each one of us better, go check out Patreon. Yeah, patreon.com. Or the app. Get the app. That's better. Okay. Listed in the show notes on the support link. Me set here before we get started, boys. It's going to be a good day. Is that a sponsor? <laughs> Could be. Is that a little product placement? It's the uh, 7.5 FL ounces. Whoa, I got more on my mind. I can't find the volume. Oh, there it is. It's Podden Me, everybody. Welcome to it. This is Podden Me. <laughs> I am your humble correspondent from Studio 4. My name is Devin Birdsong, and I am glad that you're here for the virtual service. We have two very special guests here in Studio 4. For the first time in seven days, everybody, Mr. Dustin Wigley. Well, hello, everyone. <laughs> and uh, as well, we have Mr. Brad Cottrell, first time in seven days. Good to be back. Yeah, it's great to have you guys back. How have y'all been? Pretty Very good. good. Yep, real good. I tell you, uh, the weather's cooling down. Yeah. That makes yeah. me happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. we went from 80 to 20 within the last seven days. Had a little dab of snow. Just yeah. a dab. Just a dab. And the drink you're drinking right now, the mm-hmm. size of that can, mm-hmm. it's also a drink of low expectations. <laughs> yes, I it think is. it's tiny. It is not refreshing. Boy, it packs a punch, though. <laughs> 110 calories, folks. It's Mountain Dew, not a sponsor. Uh, they are the deacon and song leader, respectively, and that's what makes up the church here, uh, the church leadership, I should say, here at Pod and Me, and I'm already going through my notes, everybody. Uh, we have big plans for this mid-November day. If you want to be a part of the program, you can. And uh, we're taking emails 1 through 10 now. Be the first uh, 1 through 10 emails, and we'll uh, you'll have a chance to get your email read on, on air. Yes, Not please, today. Please keep it short. Yeah, please keep it short, but you could... You could uh, have your voice heard here. Everybody's voice is worthy to be heard, right? Air out your grievances here. Yeah, we don't care. No. What's the email address, you say? <laughs> Devin at podme.org. Once again, that's Devin, D-E-V-I-N at podme.org. How about it, boys? <laughs> you don't do that every episode like you used to. No. Nah, we've moved on to bigger and better things. But you know what? I don't care. I can do whatever I want to. This is my podcast. Now that you have said that about everybody. So. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, yeah. brother Brad's that, a little mad at me already. That one don't really slip by too often. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, we're here in the middle of uh, Oklahoma, and it's it's cool weather. Did that pick up? It did. Okay. It did. Just setting my drink one down, One sip, folks. and you can tell it's empty The old bucks are running right now, boy. Uh, hey, speaking of deer hunting stories, we need to make a phone call. I got a text message, and... Uh, I need to read it on air because this is my podcast. Okay. We need to make a phone call. Care if we do that right now? Oh, go ahead. Y'all have time? Sure. We do. We're going to call our uh, very own Brother Joshua Smith. Okay. We have uh, Brother Josh. I just got him uh, confirmed here in my earbud that we got Brother Josh in the green room. So I'm going to read the text message that I got. It says, Brother, I need your help. What would you do if someone was preaching for you? And did this to your little boy's hunting stand. 
My son is heartbroken. You might know the guy who destroyed the family heirloom. His name is Josh Smith, the evangelist. I know that you've pastored for a while, so I was just seeking advice. Should I shut down Revival and send him on his way or what? Any help or advice would be appreciated. I hope it doesn't get out what he has done. He might be embarrassed. So I'm not going to let it get out. Right. No. Don't tell nobody. I'm just talking to you and yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah, it's just you, you three. two guys. It's just among friends. So the family heirloom appears, he sent a picture, it, appear, it appears to be a deer stand. And we've mentioned that we're in the middle of hunting season. Right. Or hunting season. Hunting season. Right. Hunting, yes. Did I say seizing? I don't know about that. Hunting season. Right. I know it's not like me to misspeak. No. So we're going to go to the green room. He's heard everything that I've said up until this point. Uh, Brother Josh Smith, are you there? I'm here. Okay. You're also the voice of Brother Dink Burbank and maybe a basement bargains personality as well. Occasionally. So what do you have to say about this? Well, Brother Devin, I'm not sure how much I can say right now. Okay. Um, my, my lawyers are advising me maybe not to speak too much on this, if, considering the pending litigation. Got you under a gag order. <laughs> yeah, we're, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, mess up the jury. You know, I don't want to have to go out of state or anything. Because we're, you know, we're just considering all of our options. You know, I, I feel like the, the owner of the tree stand uh, is probably liable. You know, the manufacturer, and I don't know. We're not. We're not ruling out the church. We don't know. I don't want to ruin any future revivals. <laughs> okay. I don't want to ruin any any future revivals. There is a great church. We had a great time, but you yeah. know. You know, I could be set, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, we, we want, we want our compensation. I'm not getting, I'm not getting in on the Camp Lejeune uh, lawsuit <laughs> emails that I'm getting in, in text messages. I mean, this is my Camp Lejeune. <laughs> well, it, it appears by the picture that some kind of Lejeune consumed you there at the bottom of the tree. <laughs> what was the structure made of? I've, I haven't seen a picture. Okay. So. Well, let me. It was mostly rust. Do you <laughs> do you care if I pass the picture around here in Studio Four? Here it goes no, across go the room. Oh, good catch, brother Dustin. <laughs> this makes for good listening. Yeah, Just talking about a picture. We're Can you at. describe what you see, brother Dustin? <laughs> well, was this down in the hurricane? Was this something that? <laughs> The tropical storm that came through Florida swept through Georgia at the last minute. It does look like a, de- a depression hit it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, brother we, Brad has looked at it now. We we fell down that tree faster than Herschel Walker's chances <laughs> at the Georgia. <laughs> it was on the same day. Oh man! So uh, can you tell us what happened? Well. So we were heading down there, pastor of the church. He had a deer stand set up and everything. And Jackson's really into hunting. I've not hunted in a long time. Jackson not, is I'm your just, oldest son. Yes. Shout out yes, to you, brother Jackson. He is getting really into hunting. He's loving it. Okay. And uh, I like it. I just, I just always feel like I have something better to do with my time. But sure. anyway, <laughs> Tuesday morning we go out there. We rode a golf cart to where we were going to hunt, which was cool. They, they loaned us their golf cart. So we get up early, we make our way out there, man, we're just having a blast. So we get to the tree stand and we climbed up in it. He climbed up first. As I was climbing up, I had reservations. Okay. I had some serious reservations, <laughs> but anyway, sat down 
had a good time, about two hours, never saw anything. The wind was blowing, the tree was shaking. And so after a couple hours, he looked over at me. He's like, I'm ready to go inside. I was like, okay, okay, let's, let's head on down. I don't want him to not like hunting. So I was going to let him quit when he wanted to quit. Sure. Any good. Climbing down the tree stand. It's about 14 feet, 12, 14 feet. Oh, tell it like like... an evangelist, brother Josh. Come on. (laughs) As I tell it, and the the longer the the time is between the accident and and when I'm telling the story, it's going to get higher. Okay. It's going to get. There's going to be a day I'm preaching this story, and in all honesty, I'll be like, it's 80 feet up in that tree. <laughs> Using a hunting tower. <laughs> yeah. We had to have a higher caliber rifle to get the deer that's going to be so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm climbing down out of the tree, man, and uh, something fell, and just uh, like a brace on the tree stand fell, gave out. And I don't know why I would do that. I mean, I'm <laughs> there's no, nothing about me that would indicate I would ever break a tree stand. Sure, no. and uh, <laughs> definitely faulty equipment. <laughs> it's the equipment's fault, definitely that. Man, next thing I know, I'm on the ground. I felt the, the ladder give way. Jackson falls. He was up, still in the tree stand, and he fell. He bounced off of me over onto the ground, and uh, I jumped up panicked and i looked around and i'm like jackson are you okay he's laying on his stomach and he's like i can't i can't move and i was like oh dear god help us right now (laughs) and i ran over to him and he was fine he just rolled over and hopped up he's like my leg's kind of (laughs) hurting and uh, i was like all right i was like jump around a minute jump around a minute (laughs) that's the first thing you do (laughs) on a broke leg (laughs) walk it off walk it off yeah If you think someone has suffered a serious injury, yank them to their feet. So, hey, jump around a little bit. Yeah. Rub, right, I wiggle, him. wiggle your neck I, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Rub some dirt I in an open wound. In <laughs> I punched him in the arm. That's it, champ. Come on, champ. You're all right. I'm calling him encouraging names. You know, come on. That's it, chief. Come on, boss. <laughs> Oh, you man. got this one whoop, Tiger. You got this one whoop, bub. And, man, I can't wait till mom, huh? It's gonna be so fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I will say this about Jackson. We were able to laugh right there about it. And we looked at each other and he said, real serious, Dad. And I thought, what's he gonna say? Something real, you know, like profound right here. He's like, Dad, can I drive the golf cart back to the house? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think I'll let you drive the golf cart back. Uh, yeah, go That'll get him, Earnhardt. Right. <laughs> 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 well, before we yeah, laugh at this whole deal, are you guys okay? Oh, we're fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once again, as the time, it depends. It depends on what my lawyer says. I probably shouldn't have spoke too soon. There. Yeah, don't speak I too soon. I need to wait. See, see if I got my neck brace. I'll break out the old neck brace yeah. and snap it back on. I think y'all got a good chance to win this one. <laughs> well, I appreciate you sharing oh, your side of the testimony. I mean, it's amazing to me, which I didn't know this pastor had my number. You know, I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> seems like a good guy. Everybody wants my number, of course, and I've filled right. a lot of calls right. and a lot of texts. Yeah. But that one came through. The heirloom he's speaking of is the is the mangled mess of a tree stand hmm. you guys destroyed. I hope he don't come after the podcast for his money. 
<laughs> would have to garnish your wages for what you're doing for Pod and Me. We would have to pay him in merch. <laughs> yes. I would hate that. Hate to lose another bumper sticker to a, a listener. Yeah. Yeah. How many hats? How many hats you got on hand right well, now? We, we make it settle out of court. <laughs> Did you guys ever get a deer the rest of the week? Absolutely not. Okay. You, I, I looked at Jackson. I was like, "You feel like hunting anymore?" <laughs> he's done. I hope he's not done forever, but he's done for that. Oh, week. sure. I can hear that in your voice right there. Oh man, yeah. son, I hate that this totally took the love of hunting out of you. Yeah. Never? You don't ever want to go back hunting? Oh, shucks. No, I guess we'll just have to go eat at a nice restaurant. Oh, well. Let's wrap this golf cart around one more time. I'm just hoping this doesn't become a theme of destruction in my path as i make my way across hey your ministry your ministry's going great brother josh i appreciate <laughs> you reporting in yeah you have a very bright future <laughs> so far we're in the hole on the year from all the uh the stuff we've had to pay people the, mishaps. <laughs> the damage we've had to write several checks this year i gotta send one out to watts right now actually while i'm thinking about it yeah herschel's kids <laughs> They're, they are ruthless when it comes to telling evangelistic <laughs> stories. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for real, hey, uh, it was. I, I was glad that God had his hand on us, though. Sure. It was a scary moment, but one of my things always has been, once you're past the scary part of it, just laugh about it. That's going to be the best thing because... As scary as it was, God helped us, and now I think, you know, why not laugh about it? Yeah. It's hilarious um, to me now. <laughs> yeah. Make the best out of it. Hey, thanks for what oh, you do yeah. for the podcast, man. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Right. Take care. Appreciate man. y'all. We'll see you. Yes. See you. Bye. Man, a real life hunting story. <sighs> man, they get wild around this time of year, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. Sounds like he needs to invest in a ground blind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or just right out the truck window. <laughs> Whoa, now we're not from Southwest Arkansas, brother Dustin. <laughs> yeah, you know better than that. <laughs> That's you guys no, have any? Uh, that's no Arkansas reference, right there, boy. Harrowing hunting stories? Uh, no, no, not, nothing like that. Nothing harrowing. I've never, I've never yeah. fallen out or anything. No, no, me neither. That gives a whole new meaning to fall out, boys. Yeah, we're going. We're going to the house. <laughs> Are you guys either one planning on going hunting? Yeah, making a few preparations. I'd, I'd like to. I'm not yeah. sure if I'm going to make time to. Other things going on this year. Yeah, busy time of year. listening to pod me news i'm dink burbank news is next but first a word from our sponsor well folks it's that time of year again it's the holiday season people traveling all across america state to state to visit family spending a lot of time trapped in their cars trucks or suvs or even airplanes and that's the place where bad breath can really sneak up on you you've had that extra helping of dressing the one with all the celery and stuff in it you need a bing bong breath mint otherwise you'll be fogging up the windows of your ride don't do it Get you a Bing Bong Breath Mint today. Keep the conversation rolling. Bing Bong Breath Mint's not yet available online or in stores. And now, news. A British couple are in the midst of setting the record for the longest ambulance journey. They plan to visit 50 countries. They've already been to 24, traveled nearly 15,000 miles, and they say they're having the time of their lives. 
The patient that they're transporting, however, is less enthusiastic about the trip. Well, if you're looking for turkey stuffing recipes, you're not going to want to follow the instructions of a man caught at the Fort Lauderdale airport. He had stuffed a raw chicken with a handgun. It didn't pass the x-ray machine, and police were able to apprehend him. The gun was reported to be a cluck 9mm. A Spanish man has broken the record for shoe tying. He tied three pairs of shoes in less than 10 seconds. Apparently that's the news instead of the fact that this guy has six legs. A Massachusetts woman was arrested after releasing a swarm of bees on sheriff's deputies trying to serve an eviction notice. Bees swarmed the deputies and stung several of them before finally being confiscated by the police, rounded up, and were probably used later in a sting operation. It said they're creating quite a buzz down at the police station and even drawing the attention of the FBI. Our Hero of the Week this week is a nine-year-old Wisconsin girl named Essie Collier. She was in the fourth grade classroom eating lunch with her friends when she noticed that one of her classmates was choking, grabbing at her neck. Essie jumped into action, ran over, grabbed her classmate, and was able to perform the Heimlich Maneuver and open up her airway, saving her life. Her teacher, Samantha Bradshaw, said she'd never seen anything like it. The young girl just leaped into action. And that's what you got to do in those situations, Essie. We are proud of you. You're our Hero of the Week this week, and we salute you. For Pod Me News, I'm Dink Burbank. Well, let's see if we can go to this. Feedback with Big Bad Brad. Y'all like that better than Bryce? That's kind of a loaded question. It is. You can't okay. really expect us to say. Brad, can we hear from our listeners? We'll, we'll do both of them. Yeah. yeah. A joke and a blooper. One guy to his wife. I'm running out of jokes. Wife? Oh, yeah? Husband? I thought of making unemployment jokes, but they wouldn't work. Okay, move on. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, get to the joke now. <laughs> yeah, that was the blooper. That must be the blooper. Now for the blooper. Oh. On Sunday, October 30th, in a hole in his church somewhere in the U.S. of A. Okay. <laughs> the pastor was reiterating the requirements of the lamb that was to be used for the blood on the doorpost. It was to be perfect lamb of the first year. He said, you know, you can't just pick any old lamb that has a broke leg and two ears. Sorry, I lost it after that. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Just another PK. Everybody knows you don't want a, a lamb with two ears. No. <laughs> what a what a mangled mess that is to our, offer the Lord. Or two broke ears. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> jokes. Jokes. Subject More to jokes. The next one. Dear Potterator, Deacon, and Song Leader. Hello. I ran across a couple of face-smacking jokes for the Potterator. Okay. Hope y'all enjoy. Are those good when you smack your face? I don't know. <laughs> I had a job crushing cans. It was so depressing. <laughs> Are we done yet? I'm going to chuckle for that one. Yeah. Good fish pun? Let me know. <laughs> Okay, you gave a laugh, I gave a laugh. Read it again, the second one. Good fish pun? Let me know. <laughs> it's more satisfying watching Brad read it, because he's delivering it like a champ. Oh, Perfect. yeah. Perfect. It's all in the delivery. Flawless. It wouldn't be funny at all. <laughs> he's very proud of his delivery. Yes, I am. Still haven't managed to catch up on all of the past episodes, but I've been enjoying what I have heard so far. Thank you. Anyways, don't want to take up too much time since I emailed over the weekend also. P.S. Okay. I'm still shocked that the Potterator was grounded. Yeah, I was. I think that's a reference back to a, a joke. An old yeah. joke. Repentance. Repentance. Okay. Dear ministers 
of low expectations. We take the proverbial pen in hand to bring the good news of grace. Although we wholeheartedly concur with our beloved deacons' condemnation of animals infesting Christian homes and casseroles, we have been saddened by his, your, failure to offer a path to repentance and deliverance. But we do understand your ministry is of low expectations. Today, however, we bring a message of hope. Psalms 22 and 20 read, Deliver my darling from the power of the dog. Deliver my darling. Deliver dot dot dot. My darling. So you might read that to us. All right. What is it now? Psalm Psalm 22 22 and 20. Psalm 22 and verse 20. Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling, from the power of the dog. There is a power of the dog in the world today. There is. There is. And we need a deliverance. In Mm -hmm. this passage, it is evident that the psalmist sees a need for his loved one's deliverance and cries out to God. In our commentary, we suggest that he most likely, he was most likely contending with hair and pet dandruff in his daily bread (laughs) or possibly curious stains on his finely woven rug. (laughs) I I do like that it even gives the the instrument wherewith to use. Yes, the sword. The sword. Oh, okay. So That's what you use to deliver? I think so. The instrument wherewith. Yeah. (laughs) Although the biblical text speaks of dog deliverance, this most likely is a general term referring to any domestic indoor infesting animal. Cats, rabbits, hamsters, ferrets, and sundry other creatures fit into this category of dogs. Sundry. Sundry. Is is ferrets? We've been going through some sundry times. Sundry times, yeah. Ferrets, is that an animal? Is that a pet? Yeah, it is. People mm-hmm. have? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. So. I've never been to someone's house that's had a ferret. No. But. Yeah, but I think they would make a make a pet. Who even knows at this point? If you have a cat in your house, you could easily have a ferret. True. Same caliber, right? Yeah, but going back to what Brother Brad said, I think alligators <laughs> and like snakes, all of them would be good sun-dry pets. Yes, they would. They'd make really good ones. <laughs> Throw in an occasional iguana. Yeah. Iguana. <laughs> Lizard. I like to go iguana hunting. Yeah. It looks fun. Yeah. And they say they're pretty good to eat. I've heard that. Yeah. They, uh, big in what, Florida? Florida. Isn't that where they're just kind of. Invasive. Yeah. Just taking over. But I'm telling you, if one came at me. <laughs> yeah. I would fall faster than dink out of a tree stand. <laughs> yes. I'm afraid I would hurt myself trying to get away from said iguana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Since Og and Nug live very near to us, we will close with this. Although we don't know the result of this cry for deliverance, we must assume that God heard the psalmist's prayer and delivered his darling from the path she was on. Brother Deacon and brethren of like-minded faith, cry out for deliverance for the wayward darlings. And if you find yourself under the power of the dog, today is a good day to <laughs> repent and ask for deliverance. And this comes to us from Messengers of Hope. <laughs> Thank you, Messenger of Hope. Yeah, this is Brother Dustin's favorite controversy on Podme. I'm just sitting here basking in this. If y'all can see me right now, I got my head laid back. A smile on my face. I'm just letting this guy fight this battle for we, me. I just thought you died in peace over there. I didn't know that's what was going on. Oh, that's funny. Speaking of dying in peace, should we reveal what happened to us many years ago? <laughs> I thought we was going to talk about the queen again. Well, uh, what what age would we have been? Uh, I think I was 16. 
Yeah, I would have been just a little older. Do you think I was 16? Yeah, probably. I probably was. We was probably in the 16 to 18 range. Mm-hmm. And you came to my house, <laughs> yeah. and it was late one night, mm-hmm. and my mom always had an, is it Avigan? Af- Avigan? Afghan. Afghan. Not the not the guy overseas. <laughs> no, no mom Af- didn't have very many of those. <laughs> she had a couple of Afghanis Afghani. around the house. <laughs> what is the the correct? I would call it a blanket. Yeah, but it, yeah, it was it was a crochet bill with holes. Yeah, ain't it an African? African? Yeah, African. Mm-hmm. So it, nothing to provide warmth. Well, with the holes. It did. It did. Yeah. Oh, let yeah, some you, escape. You used the big old thick yarn for that. <laughs> yes. You know? Very comfortable. So it was laying there, and it had these little, <laughs> this nice little print on it. <laughs> so I don't remember which one was, but one was laying down and covered up right to the chest. And we folded our <laughs> arms, and we took pictures to see what we would look like if we was dead. <laughs> and <laughs> with, just with your sister's disposable camera. Yeah, yeah. You know, 20... 20 clicks and then you're <laughs> so you didn't even get to see it till oh no it was later. weeks and weeks later weeks. actually and, we didn't even tell anybody about using the camera <laughs> did we i don't think so because <laughs> it was pretty late at night and there's just these the slightest hint of a smirk on yeah. each one's face but <laughs> they got pulled up what it was this year i think uh, somebody found one I and, think I've got it on my camera roll. And they brought it to our remembrance, which going back to the whole picture thing, when you had those disposable cameras, mm-hmm. you would forget what was even on there. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you'd go get your pictures developed and you often wonder like, what did the guy think <laughs> <laughs> was developing these pictures? <laughs> like, they look kind of dead, but I don't I think I will say this. <laughs> I died in peace. <laughs> I had peace with my maker. I had a... Pretty strong smile, actually. <laughs> he was he was ripping for sure. He was much resting in peace. Or he thought, who's the weirdo taking pictures of these sleeping young men? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's probably what. We didn't know SWAT almost kicked in our door. That we was, all had a lot of fun sleepovers, it sounds like. <laughs> it was, it was quite, a, quite a wild old time back in the day. <laughs> yeah. That's partying like it's 1999 right there. Yeah. Oh, man, we was good old boys now. You ain't kidding. We didn't cause our parents a moment of trouble. Not a bit of trouble. (laughs) If that's the worst trouble we was ever in, we wasn't in much. No, he wasn't. All right, the next one, misleading. A while back, the Short Lives Matter organization proclaimed that Brother Terry Garner was five foot tall. Okay. <laughs> Being a member of his church, I have heard him inform us many times that he is five foot four and bulletproof. Just wanted to set the record straight. I love the podcast. Keep up the good work. I appreciate someone standing up for their pastor. I agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kudos to you, yeah. person, male or female. I'm not looking at the, the name. S L M O or whatever it was. They got it bad wrong. Yeah. S L M O. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one. Five mm-hmm. well deserved stars. Five well-deserved stars. To the Pod and Me team, I've been binging and attempting to catch up on the episodes as of late. I have an hour drive to college, and your podcast has given me a good laugh before I enter another wilderness of sin, my college campus. I've listened to almost 50 episodes in one week. Wow. I've made it to episode 100 in the few weeks I've been binging. Your serious episodes have touched my heart. 
This podcast is something me and my mom enjoy together since she grew up in Oklahoma and went to Blanchard Church. I've always enjoyed visiting with Brother Devin's family, even though his son Brooks isn't the nicest when it comes to four-wheelers and mud puddles. Also, as far as Brother Devin's bloopers go, my sister had one a year or so ago that we still give her a hard time for that I think y'all might like. She was getting a drink refill at a restaurant, and it took a while. So the man said, sorry about the wait. She was going to say, it's okay, or no problem, but it came out as, it's an okay problem. (laughs) She said the look on his face made her just walk away. (laughs) Lastly, I noticed Brother Devin interviews a lot of PKs, but what about DKs, or Deacon's kids? Okay. We feel left out. In all seriousness, thanks again for keeping me sane. Keep up the great work. Another Virginia fan. What's Jackson doing next week? <laughs> I don't think we we need him to reveal everything that he knows right now. I got a couple reviews on Apple I might read. This okay. one's five star and it says joke. joke. It's from Lena Lamb 661. I'm writing a book about the things I should be doing in my life. It's an ought to biography. <laughs> <laughs> uh here's one from Daxy Moore. You know Daxy Moore? I do. Best podcast in the world. It says five stars. You guys are the best podcast in the world because you have the deacon, the song leader, and the pastor, and you guys keep it up. Big Dad Brad with the feedback. <laughs> <laughs> we'll that, keep it up. That was a little bit of a kind of buttering you up, hoping it would make it on here. Yeah. So. Uh, this is five stars. It says awesome show. And it's from the country boy deluxe. Okay. While I'm writing this, we're in revival with brother Dink Burbank here in Alabama. I'm thinking about holding him hostage, but the show must go on. So no worries. I think they just about held him hostage. Is is that not where maybe he had the mishap? Oh no, that was in Alabama. Sorry. No, he was in Georgia when he had the mishap. Oh, he probably had one there too. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, very well could Knowing our dink like we do <laughs> um, I've got some new joke music You want to hear it? Yes, you know, please Oh yeah, y'all, Absolutely. y'all seem excited You'll take that pause out in editing But <laughs> yeah. yeah It was a really long pause there, people <laughs> Yes From now on We, did, we said no <laughs> <laughs> We shook our heads no <laughs> From now on and it could only last this week. I don't know. It depends on if I continue to learn this board or not. Uh, this is what you're going to hear prior to the jokes. What do you think? Fitting. It's very, yeah, it's perfect for your delivery. You guys ever met a microbiologist? Not on purpose. <laughs> I'm, I'm not positive, but I hear they're much bigger than expected. They're not quite as micro as what you would expect. Go Come and, on, guys. Go ahead and hit that music again. Yeah. Okay, now then start over. Okay, uh, you guys, we talked already a little bit about yesteryear. You, mm-hmm. What you guys may or may not know, that I dated a few different girls before I found the one whom my soul loveth, Hannah. Yeah. We knew Did you that. guys know that? I dated a girl that worked at the zoo. Hmm. My very first thought was this. She's a keeper. <laughs> but then we broke up and I, I started dating a tennis player, but I quickly found out that love meant nothing to her. <laughs> Come on, brothers. That's awesome. A good tennis scoring joke. Uh-huh. Everyone will get that. Yes. 
You're listening to Church Basement Bargains, the only swap shop dealing exclusively with items from church basements and storage rooms across America. Stay tuned for great deals. Basement Bargains, this is Elder Ronnie talking. Who am I speaking with today? This is Sister Connie. Well, hello, Sister Connie. It's been a little while. How are you? I'm doing all right, I reckon. We're getting ready for the holidays. Sure, sure. The hustle and bustle. Wayne wants to run up Winchester and look at the Christmas lights, and I don't even know if they're up yet. Surely not. It's not even Thanksgiving. I don't know if now things get started might early around here. You know, we sure. don't do a whole lot. I've got a little tree in the kitchen there on the middle of the table. Sure, sure. Well, um, do you have anything for sale for us today on Basement Bargains? Oh, yes. Yeah, we've got um, we've got a uh, – now, let me know if you've never heard of this before, but now this is something very popular here at our church. We've got a flannel graph, uh, what we use in the Sunday school – Oh, yes, for like a children's Sunday school. Right, yeah, it's got all kinds of Bible stories. I think I remember those from when I was a child. Put the little characters up there on the... Sure. We've got, it's just got all the classic stories, you know. Okay. Uh, Elisha and the, and the bears, you know, coming out and, and uh, the kids, it was being mean, you know. And, uh, it's got the story of Ehud and Eglon, you know, with the sword and um, Korah. And the rebels, I guess Moses being swallowed up by the ground. And we've got, uh, you know, one that shows Ananias and Sapphira being dragged out of, you know, Peter's sight. And um, we've got Gehazi lying to Naaman, you know, and getting the the riches. Um, um, Sister Connie, um, I... I distinctly remember flannel graphs when I was in Sunday school, but I, I don't really remember these Bible stories being included. Uh, oh, no, these are these are all the classics. We've got Haman being hung on his own gallows and um, Solomon holding a sword over a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, we've Tuckus laying uh, up below the open window where he, you know, uh, fell. Uh, um, who? You know, Itchy Tuckus, he was he was there, uh, fell asleep while Paul was was preaching. You oh know, he, yes, you're talking about Eutychus. Well, I don't know, Elder Ronnie. I'm sure you know the Bible better than I do. Well, I just, I, uh, I uh, run the basement bargains. I'm not a Bible scholar, but I have read it a time or two. Uh, I think it's pronounced Eutychus. I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, corrective here today. Well, I just, you know, I've looked at, when I read it, it's got the little dashes and the little dots and above the letters. And I just, I, I, it looked to me like it was Itchy Tuckus. But maybe with a Bible scholar listening that may correct, tell us which one of us is right. Sure. We've got uh, the flannel graph back to that. Oh, okay. Of uh, Saul holding Stephen's coat. And finally, we've got Enoch's family looking for him. Okay. Well, um,. I'm a little speechless over the uh, the uh, Bible stories included. I just don't remember those in Sunday school, but uh, maybe someone will find this uh, worth buying. Uh, what do you What do you uh, sell this for today? Like uh, how much? Well, now um, we're now. I'll just tell you on the flannel graphs. Them's the, that's the most popular 
Sunday school program that we offer. The kids just love them. Um, and I'm pretty sure those are the standard ones. So I don't okay. know uh, what you're saying there, but, but we hate to get rid of them, but we're going to have to. Okay. Uh, we're having a problem, and we need a new water fountain out in our foyer, okay. which is what I call a foyer. Bertha, in our business meeting, she wants to call it the foyer. We didn't even know what she was talking about the first time she said it, foyer, foyer. You know, I believe that's how it's pronounced, isn't it, Elder Ronnie? Well, uh, I, I'm i not one to correct people on uh, how they pronounce things, but I would say it'd probably be fine either way. No, Elder Ronnie, you wouldn't correct anyone on their pronunciation. Well, I tr- um, I try not to. I'll say it that way. Anyway, so we're going to replace our water fountain. The one that we've got now is, it's just, we, we bought it at a scratch and dent down the old, uh, Baptist Church was having a scratch and dent sale, stuff they didn't want, and uh, we didn't have one at the time, and so we thought there's thought it was real nice, and we brought it back here to the church, and we hooked it up, and then we found out why they wanted rid of it. Oh. You know, it's about a foot square, maybe a little bit bigger than that. Right. But now the water. The water pressure on this thing must just be tremendous because it'll spray just about as far as you want it to. It, it's just, I mean, you go back there to get a drink and you're about drowned yeah. because it's spray fur. And if you're facing right down over it, it's going to spray off onto the onto the wall. And uh, poor old Betty, she was back there about to get her a drink. And there's a electric plug right there in the wall. And sure. She somehow sprayed water directly into that thing. Oh, my. And it shot fire out of it not we i tell you what now betty she's uh she's a slowing down you know she ain't as young she ain't a spring chicken no more but sure. i'm telling you what but the moves on getting away from that fire back there she was a hopping and a jumping and we thought she'd been caught the spirit but it just turned out it was the fire shooting out of the electric plug because that fountain was spraying too far sure. so we're gonna have to place it it's just a danger to everyone around all right uh, so Sister Connie says today that they have a, a flannel graph for sale uh, out of their church basement. It's uh, something that's been used many times there in their Sunday school program for their children. A, a lot of uh, different Bible stories, <laughs> shall we say, different Bible stories being used there. Uh, but they're they're wanting to uh, raise money for a new water fountain there in the, what'd you call it, a vestibule? A oh, I'm, vestibule. I'm, I'm sorry. You were saying foyer. Well, best I like vestibule better, and I, next time we're in a business meeting, I'll set old Bertha straight. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, they're raising uh, money. They're needing to buy a new water fountain. They had a little mishap with uh, Sister Betty when she went back there to get a drink here recently. So uh, uh, how much do you want for the flannel graph there, Sister Connie? Well, it's uh, it, it, you know, it's practically an antique, so we're going to need about $50 for it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, $50 is what they're asking, and that'll go a long ways on a new water fountain. Uh, Miss Connie, I really appreciate you calling in today. Uh, if in, anybody wants to buy this uh, flannel graph, they're going to have to have a number to call. Do you do you have one? That's going to be 555-0144. You heard it here first, uh, uh, folks, here on Basement Bargains. The number to call is 555-0144. you guys know I traveled a little bit last week? I mean, I know to yeah. the audience it seemed like I was here all week long after the episode, but right. I, I flew out to California and spent a couple of days with my 89-year-old grandmother. She's a, a special lady. On the trip there, I uh, 
was sitting in the back of the plane on the second flight, uh, the flight into California. And this lady in front of me pulls her phone out as soon as we were allowed to. Right. And she's taking selfies. And I was kind of looking around for my belongings. And I noticed that she was like holding her phone up like higher than normal to get the people sitting behind her in the selfie. Which is you. Yeah. It was a little bit disturbing. So I kind of moved right quick, you know, and then here in a second, she goes back clicking again. What is selfie etiquette? Is there a law on that? It bugged me a little bit. I'm being very guarded right now. Yeah, it feels like a lead-up. It does feel like a lead-up. It's up. actually not a lead-up. I mean, could it have been a fan? Did you think well, of, Did you think of that at all? I was like, <laughs> you surely was, she doesn't know who I am. You was in the wilderness of sin, or at least headed there. I'm not trying to figure out what our uh, the looks of our audience is. <laughs> didn't really fit the demographic of people. But it really made me uncomfortable, no joke. So do you think that she was trying to get like all the way to the back of the plane. Well, we like, were sitting. I may have been the second from the back. So the two guys behind her. I mean, what do you do then? Just like give a big old smile, <laughs> wave. I don't know that that whole thing. The selfie thing has just taken on a mind of its own. I took note of that and saw that happening on my return flights. Both times there were multiple people. As soon as they opened up their phone, they took selfies. You know, they weren't all holding it up, you know. Yeah. Hey, everybody, you're going to be on a picture. Well, it's just so they could get on social media and, you know, just landed. That way they could kind of brag about being on a trip. Probably. I think that's probably where some of that comes from. Check out this this guy behind me. He looks like a <laughs> moron. It made me very uncomfortable. Did you say anything? No. Do you know Christ? <laughs> <laughs> just pictures in general. People, they just ruin the experience no matter yes. where you're at, trying to get the perfect picture it's amazing though the whole selfie thing especially with girls but i'm guys do it too so i'm not gonna throw shade there okay so i heard this lady tell the person she was seated next to why she was there she's like my daughter's having a baby so i'm anxious to get to the hospital and get to see that new grandbaby so this is a grandma and she's bound by the selfie habit you probably should just smacked her in the back of the head Let's all look at our phones and see how many selfies we have. It'll tell you. It does? Yeah, if you'll op- just open your picture. Okay, Brad, Brad the tech guy. Sc- scroll down. Okay. Under media types, it'll scroll tell you how many down. selfies you have. Where's that? So just hit photos. Photos? On your, <laughs> I've got, albums? I've yeah. got 50-something. Yeah, I've got, I'm at 58. But a lot of them are... And probably... Maybe 10 of them is me. The rest is my daughter playing with my phone. Well, that's what I was going to say. I'm scrolling back through here. There's several of my kids. I'm looking at Brother Dustin has me. one of, of me and him. Me and Brad. <laughs> we got multiple ones here. <laughs> Let me see this. <laughs> that's we, from a night of working may, at the church. We No, this was at his house. This, that may have been a night of spraying lacquer. Yeah. Okay. That could be an episode right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, th- this was a good one. <laughs> if it was yes. safe, it, this was actually related to coming to the podcast. Yeah, it was. I don't know. I just wanted to get your opinion on that. It doesn't seem spiritual. I don't know how we could make That's it It's invasive, though. But there's none that I have that is including anyone that didn't realize they was a part of it. But what about even going into like these influencers and people that— Like us? <laughs> right, <laughs> we've heard that. But you know these these people that will get a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and you you can tell by the way that you know it's new to them and they get obsessed with it like every family function yes if it's thanksgiving they show up to thanksgiving and film all the family you know and people are like stop i would like, say they hate it until they make it big and become wealthy from it because there's a lot of people that's become super wealthy yeah. off of but who hates it the family the family like yeah. we're just trying to celebrate a birthday party put your stupid phone yeah up. until that's how i would feel it becomes celebrity status yeah yeah and then they're probably on the payroll, so then they like it. It could be. Or the people that get so comfortable with walking and talking into a camera yeah. in a public place. This seems like a good time to bring this up. Yeah. What about a person that walks through public talking on speakerphone? Oh, that was going on on the plane. Is it acceptable to just drop kick the phone out of their hand? I wouldn't say. <laughs> I, I don't think I would go there. Yeah. But a swift karate chop is acceptable. <laughs> or people that just talk loud. On the cell phone. Does that annoy you? Like if you're in a department store or just somewhere and there's just someone talking super, super loud. Y'all are looking at me like I'm not a big, I'm not a huge fan of talking on a phone in public necessarily. Like walking through a store. Well, if I'm, if I do, and I have to occasionally with the job that I have, but I don't talk loud or at least I try not to. I totally understand. Yeah. And you can tell if someone (laughs) turns and looks at you. You're talking too loud. You're talking too loud. Right. Yeah. If you make eye contact, shut your beak. (laughs) Yeah. There's some etiquette that needs to come along with some of this stuff. Or at least mute your beak a little bit. (laughs) Muted beaks. Muted beaks. Yes. We need a lot more (laughs) muted beaks out in the world. Yeah. It would be a much better place. (laughs) Be on the lookout, folks, this week for (laughs) muted beaks. (laughs) And karate chops to the neck. Uh, By the way, next week, everybody, happy Thanksgiving for Pod Me. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't either. Do you think we should end by whispering? I think so. Okay, please come back next week. You won't be sorry. Dustin, Dustin is the new librarian. He told us to talk quieter in public. Sister Connie, do you do you have some more uh, Bible stories for your flannel graph for sale? Yes, we've got John leaving Patmos. We've got Paul standing on the boat as the south wind blew softly. We've got Jude earnestly contending for the faith. All right. We've got the election of the elders. We've got the eunuch looking around in confusion for Philip. All right. We've got We've got Paul saying to go to Asia, but the Holy Ghost telling him no. We've got Thyatira suffering Jezebel to teach. We've got Martha being cumbered about with much serving while Mary just sits there. We've got 400 years of silence. And we've got, of course, we've got...